Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. But this is the kind of thing where like, if y'all are having trouble, so this is just general advice, right? So if people are like sort of doing this weird, like no one's really saying it, but you kind of get disinvited and people are, are awkward and stuff like that. I think it's important to have a conversation with people and say, you know, these friendships are really important to me. I want to understand what to expect. I understand that I screwed up. I understand that I was manipulated. And if, if y'all sort of feel like because of that, you know, there is like, I'm always going to be kind of a second class citizen in this friend group. Like, that's fine. I just want to know, is that what I should expect? Hello. 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 Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Uh, let me just scroll up quickly to find my question again. Um, yeah, so my question. Uh, last year, I had a huge falling out with a friend of mine, and she tried contacting me, and I didn't answer back then. And recently, I felt ready to send her a message myself, so I did. And she hasn't opened it yet, and it will probably stay that way. And this has made me feel like I lost a huge part, like a huge friend in my life. So how should I go about this loss and how can I prevent such things uh, from happening in the future? I'm sorry that happened. Um, do you want to go first? You go. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry that happened. I, I think... I think this is one of those, like, even the best case scenario is not, like, you will have that friendship back at 100%. So yeah. it's kind of like once these friendships fall apart, like, there is no 100% anymore. So mm -hmm. I, I think, like, kind of mourning that relationship is appropriate where like this person isn't going to be in your life in the same way anymore. Um, but if it's more of a question of like how to avoid this in the future, um, I think that's really about the dynamic of how it happened in the first place. Um, so I would want to ask you more questions about kind of what happened to be able to give you better advice about how to avoid it. What? Uh, sure. So you want me to give more context about it? more context to like know what to say but do you have any initial thoughts before he gives context um yeah so i so I, I didn't mean to laugh i, I realized it could have come across as callous because like I, I just hear this story so damn much yeah. and oh, and i do i do think there's actually like a super simple answer to it mm -hmm. and but if we want to go into the context like so we can sort of answer the question given everything that you've asked which is going to give you a general answer about how to behave uh, which I think is pretty straightforward, but if we want to kind of dive into it, or maybe I can say my piece and then sure. we can get more context. You can give the general advice. So first thing to understand, so like, let's, let's understand timeline. So how, what was the distance or what was the time frame between 
the falling out you had and when your friend sent you or former friend sent you a message? Like basically instantly. Okay. And what was the time frame between you not responding to that message and you sending them a message? A year. Okay. And how long have you waited for a response? Um, about two to three weeks. Okay, so let's just understand the situation. Your response time to your friend is how long? Uh, a year. Okay, so like, and you're expecting a response in how long? Uh, I'm like not even really expecting a response. I, I like realized that like she could be doing the exact same like thing to me. A hundred percent, right? So, yeah, so, and yeah. I don't think that's out of malice. I don't think she's no, like, no, no. screw you. You're messaging me after a year. I mean, there may be some kind of resentment, but let's just acknowledge for a moment that it takes time for human beings to process feelings. And in your case, it took you a year, which is like totally fine. And so give your friend some leeway and don't give up on the relationship yet. Because I think, you know, it may be salvageable. So I just give your friend, like it's been two weeks and it took you a year. So like, Cut your friend some slack and be a little bit patient. The other general advice, sorry, uh, you, you can be compassionate. The other general advice is, is that when someone sends you a message, it's something that everyone needs to understand. When someone sends you a message, you should at least respond in some way that is like respectful and lets them know you're considering it. This whole like leaving, thing, leaving things on red is just so painful for people. So if your question was, how do I prevent this from happening again? What I would strongly, strongly recommend is that if they send you a message right away, you at least respond to them and you say, hey, like the falling out that we went through has been really hard on me. Like I'm going to need some time to process. At least yeah. let them know that you, you know, because like imagine what that experience is like for your friend where y'all are close friends, you have a falling out. They sort of extend some kind of hand. And I'm not saying you have to patch things up. I'm not saying that you have to like, you know, have a deep conversation with them, but at least some kind of receipt of acknowledgement and letting them know that you need some space to process. I think would really, if you're trying to figure out how do I prevent this from happening again, that one message I think could impact a lot. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to give a bit more context, you said that you like heard this story a lot before, so you're probably like can like already guess that I like kind of had a crush on this girl. Um, so uh, that also like made me um, like a lot like clingy and jealous and like very controlling over her, which she also didn't like, which was like uh, one of the major points of the reason of uh, that, that like the falling out and um, yeah, so basically, like, I wanted to respond when she sent a message. And I'm, like, gonna do, like, a confession here for, like, 4K people. Uh, but, like, I kind of did that in, in a manipulative way. Like, I wanted her to worry about me, I guess. Well, not I guess, I know. Muted. <laughs> so I was just saying, I, I think, Gruthi, go. Saying that we were commending your self-awareness. 
Yeah. And I, I was saying what, that, you know, I, I think it's a really big step you've taken. And if you want to prevent these kinds of things happening again, you know, as we say, good diagnosis precedes good treatment, even though nothing here is medical treatment. I think it's a good, you know, general thing that you have to understand a problem before you can fix it. And your being able to admit some of your feelings and your awareness of how you are feeling, I think will, is the first step, is the antidote to like those kinds of manipulative behaviors. Because once you acknowledge the way that you feel, they lose their ability to control you as powerfully. Right. Are you still crushing on her? Uh, no, I've moved on from that. Sag. <laughs> Sorry y'all fell apart, but yeah, that that's that seems like you know kind of what happened, and so you would be able to not do that again. And for what it's worth, I, I wouldn't give up on the relationship quite yet. And nope. I, I would even say, you know, given a, a little bit of space, I don't think it's I don't think it's a huge problem to even send another message, like one more message, maybe in a couple of months, if you really feel like you need to for the sake of your closure, and then let it go. Yeah, it's it's also a bit difficult because we share a friend group and like with the remainder of those friends i i still like i'm still on good terms with um but like oftentimes when we're hanging out and she wants to join i like have to go away um why wait do your friends well, know what happened between the two of you they do okay uh well yeah i and and to answer the question of why, um, wait, go ahead. I'm trying to toggle the mutes and stuff too. Um, so you're trying to figure out a way to both be in the same place together. Well, yeah, be because like I, basically I wanna like hang out with my friends, and it's it's kind of hard then to uh, to do that when I get a uh, well sent away. Often, like, I understand why I get sent away. It's it's because like it gets awkward and she doesn't want to be in the same room as me. And I've been kind of like, you know, like a a, a villain or like a negative person towards her. So, well, I mean, um, it it's basically like the majority, like vote, like they're basically like, yeah, I don't I don't really want him here. And the other person says, uh. Well, yeah, I also think it's going to get awkward. I, I, I believe that you should, like, go away, basically. Got it. Yeah, so that's where, I mean, something about what you're saying really pisses me off. Yeah. Um, so we don't know the details of how much of a manipulative person you were, so maybe that's... But a year is a long so, yeah, I mean, I, I would, jail sentence. I feel like your time is served. So here, here's where, here's where like, so we, we have potentially a failing in this community, which is that we tend to accept people and root for them no matter how bad they've screwed up, right? So, so that's where like, I think it's important for you to take responsibility for your behavior. And I think it's important for you to have a conversation with your friend group about what uh, it sounds to me like unfair treatment. So like, you, you know, you can say, I, I would ask your friends, like, what does this mean for us going forward? Does this mean that y'all are going to essentially like send me away anytime she wants to hang out for you with, with you? 
Does this mean that, like, I, essentially... I'd like to interrupt. Could I interrupt? Yeah. There? Because I, I feel like I, I have given, like, quite a neutral stance because to, to give, like, more nuance, to be, like, more specific, um, it was, like, four... So our friend could consist of four people, including me, so still four people. So um, it was for a party um, that she and one other person hosted and the other person like invited me to that party i was welcomed there and um but then like the the other day um she said like the the girl that i fell out with um said that i don't re really want him there at our party so it's like a 50 50 percent like leadership yeah um, so about that part yeah so and and then like basically like i already had that 50 percent that didn't want me there and then the other friend that i was on good terms with said that yeah i kind of like understand her and like she didn't say that she was picking sides but it definitely felt that way that she was like basically picking sides and i mean i understand like like it's like a girl's pick the girl side thing and also like I've been like the bad person in that story. Um, so I, I understand why I got sent away from there, but like the other friend that I didn't talk about in that story, like he was like pretty neutral about it. Like he, he definitely felt bad about- so, uh, so, I mean, I think those details are important, but yeah. also the broader issue still stands that I think a lot of times in friend groups, crappy behavior gets propagated because it isn't explicitly named, right? Crappy behavior, we're talking about my behavior. We're talking about your friend's behavior now. So, oh, so I, okay. I, I think that if you've screwed up and you were an ass, like, so this is where I, I think that you should have a conversation with your friends about your behavior, how you were out of line, how you were, you've apologized, and then essentially ask your friends to lay out what you should expect. So I think a very, very, very good way to navigate relationships is to ask people what your expectations should be about their behavior. Because when you do this, I know this could torpedo your friend group, but just let's talk through it, okay? So this is uh -huh. why I, I sort of mentioned that I kind of feel pissed off because I feel like kind of combative. I feel like, you know, so maybe don't listen to me. Thanks for that facial expression. It really helps keep me in check. But th this is the kind of thing where like if y'all are having trouble, so this is just general advice, right? So if people are like sort of doing this weird, like no one's really saying it, but you kind of get disinvited and people are, are awkward and stuff like that. I think it's important to have a conversation with people and say, you know, these friendships are really important to me. I want to understand what to expect. I understand that I screwed up. I understand that I was manipulated. And if, if y'all sort of feel like because of that, you know, there is like, I'm always going to be kind of a second class citizen in this friend group. Like, that's fine. I just want to know, is that what I should expect? Or is this the kind of thing where my ability to spend time with y'all always depends on the comfort of a third person who... I kind of like already got to expect that this situation only happened one time and i don't know if it's by pure coincidence or by i don't know like uh chatting and meeting up behind my back that like i never um like besides that situation from the party i never got into another situation where 
we would we both me and the girl who would have um yeah so that that doesn't that doesn't sound nearly as bad to me because i think it's a whole different story when someone is a host and doesn't want you invited right so like if i'm a host i get to choose who i invite i have questions yeah how old are you 20 years old 20 okay and so this was you've already done like a year of penance with this friend group right uh penance as in sorry i'm not a native english speaker oh sorry so like you've already kind of paid the price you've been punished for a year uh well yeah by punishing that means like not really getting the chance to hang out with the friend group as much and like also not having the chance to hang out with that specific friend as much okay and so you're 20 are you at university yeah Yeah. okay um and how also like this this was my like only real friend group at university yeah so it sounds like to me you're trying to like hold on to these people because these are your only friends so far right or only like good friends so far um Uh okay so i think i think 20 is a good age to kind of go through this um i think don't you're in this situation because you were manipulative and jealous right so i feel like if Uh you follow what Alok is saying it's just going to play into a reputation of being manipulative so i would not recommend that (laughs) okay Um, she's probably right here yeah Uh um because like when you have those conversations you have to deliver it like you have to say the lines the way Alok says them if you say those lines in a way that a normal person says the lines, like, hey, I just want to know what to expect from this friend group. Like, it's not going to land in the same way. Um, so I would not recommend that. Um, the, the thing is, you made these friends probably you're halfway through university. Yeah, about that. Okay, so I think now is the right time to start branching out. Um, and trying to keep the relationships you have here one-on-one friendships in a way that lets you hold on to the people that you want to hold on to, lets the people that need some distance and, like, frankly, aren't mature enough to navigate, like, the complexities of having to, like, pick a side. And Mm -hmm. I I think now is the time to kind of spread your wings. Um, I know that's so much easier said than done, but to me, these are like learning moments, really. Like, what have we learned? Um, yeah, absolutely. And so what, what you're saying is find new friends, or am I understanding it wrong? I, I'm i saying two things. I made an and sign because I feel like when Alok and I talk, things get confusing. I'm saying two things. Um, I'm saying, one, make new friends, and I'm saying, two, keep out of these four, keep the friends that are important to you in a one-on-one setting. Because I don't think it's too hard to have built these relationships and just flush them down the toilet. So I don't think you should do that. I think you should hold on to those friends and also find new friends. Yeah. I feel like it's it's been a bit like I'm doing the latter thing that you said about like the keeping the one-on-one friendships. I, I'm doing that. But the first thing like making new friends i feel i felt that like since the falling out i haven't really been able to 
get as deep of a friendship or like get as close to people as I've been like really I, I've met new people but I like it's very superficial sorry Alok is controlling the mutes and it's very difficult uh, my question was if um, these people that you're seeing that are superficial friendships are like people you're just seeing in passing at the university or if you're like socializing with them outside of that. Yeah, the the people that I've been seeing are at the university and it's basically just like it's to have friends. Basically, it's just so I'm not like hanging around alone because like the first uh, semester of this year, I was basically hanging around all alone because I didn't have a friend group. And then in the second semester, I like kind of like got my drift. Like, uh, like I, I got back on track. Um, so and, and I met like some new people just at university. But it's just, yeah, as I said, to just have friends, basically. It's not really like, oh, I really want a deep connection. It's just so I have, so I'm not alone. Hundred percent understand. Um, I think loneliness and isolation is one of like, if it's not the number one, it's in the top three things that college students struggle with. I think it's loneliness and loneliness and isolation is, I think, number one. Number two is like a fear of judgment. Um, and I think the third is like stress management. So the first thing I want you to know is like, you're not alone. A lot of people feel this way. And a lot of people are also trying to make meaningful friendships in the same situation. Um, I think that the, how did you make these friends in the first place? Um, well, first of all it's just the university side that's that's a bit the problem i do have friends like outside of university i still have friends from from middle school and high school so it's not necessarily that that i'm that i really feel alone it's it's just at university the university side is a bit but the, the way that i made these friends is like my pure coincidence really so um like i i joined some um like activities that's for like the first years um like well you get to know each other and all that um and i met like one guy through that and then that guy knew someone else um and that was basically the friend group so i i think just for the record dylan i think Gruthi's advice is way better than mine for this one so i would definitely listen to her because i think if you do what i said you're going to drive your friends away because they're not going to be able to tolerate it and I think that at some point you've got to, you know, you've got to, sometimes there are situations, you're 20, so maybe not yet. There are situations in which you've got to channel your inner Chad Thundercock, right? You, they're, they're talking about here. Huh? Uh, what, what are we? Uh, I'm I'm not entirely uh, sure. What are we talking about here? So so here's here's what I'd say. If you want if you want a softer way to talk to your friends, what you can sort of share with them is say, hey, you know, I I really miss being able to hang out together. It's been really awesome that we've been able to maintain one on one relationships. Um, I really value your friendship, and I hope that we'll all be able to hang out together again. You can say something like that. That's a lot more manageable, and. 
I would also say that at some point, if your friends are treating you like a second class citizen, that you shouldn't put up with that. Like there's a certain amount of like you screwed up. So, you know, like yeah. you should pay Face for that. Punishment. But at some point, like if you're always if you're invested in this friend group and you care about these people and they're sure you're the guilty party. That, that's where, like, understanding a little bit about, like, what can you expect from this relationship? Like, 10 years from now, is one of them going to get married? Because y'all have been friends for 10 years, and you're not going to get invited to the wedding because this person is invited to the wedding. Right? So there, there's a part of me that still is pissed off about the situation that you're in, and I feel like you're being treated unfairly right. up to a point. And I'm not saying that you should lean into that now because at 20 years old, no one knows how to handle authentic, like, conflict in relationships so don't do what i said and at the same time like over time you don't want to you don't want to hang out with people who are going to perpetually who for whom forgiveness and a repair of a relationship is like not in the cards right you want to form friendships with people who despite your mistakes will be able to patch things up and if the friend group that you have if you screw up once, if you're in the doghouse for the rest of your life, or if you get punished for the rest of your life, if you get treated like a second-class citizen for the rest of your life, that's not a friend group that I would want for you. I agree. The, the only um, last thing that I want to kind of say to you is about awkwardness. And awkwardness is something you can push through. Like, it's going to be awkward for one, two, three, four parties. After that, it's just the way it is. So... I do think standing up for yourself in this situation is the right thing to do because I think that if these people are not going to be your friends anymore, this is kind of like the way you're going to know whether or not it's worth salvaging those one-on-one -on -one relationships or the group relationship. If, if you do say like, hey, look, I screwed up. I really would like for us all to be friends. If we can do that, that would make me really happy. And if we can't do that, then like, I just kind of need to know so I can move on if I need to move on. Um, and I think that is a fine thing to do. The, what you need to know is that if that is the approach that you take, there's a possibility that people will say, yes, it's time to move on. So if you want to force that conversation, you have to know that like it can kind of go one of two ways. So that's why I'm kind of, I don't, that's kind of like up to you on whether, like how strongly this is kind of bothering you. But I think, mm -hmm. um, I think force, like I wouldn't let the awkwardness yeah, her, her, win. Her, 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 I would listen to her for sure. Yeah. I, I've like, sort of like already sort of like had this conversation i mean it's not really hard to have this like conversation with them because there's only like two people there so they basically like know everything that that happened but i'm i'm mostly worried about like what because like now i'm having all these like superficial friendships and not real deep friendships i'm i'm mostly worried about that yeah, so th that's part of the reason that I was sort of saying, like, have an earnest conversation. So I think one thing that it's kind of hard to do as human beings is, like, 
if we're holding space in our heart, for lack of a better term, for a certain group of people, sometimes there is not space for other people. And so we normally think about this in a romantic term, in a romantic sense, right? So if I'm like still in love with my ex from 10 years ago and I never really got over her, it's going to be hard for me to participate in a healthy relationship. The thing is, I think we see that for, um, we see that for all kinds of other relationships. So we, we see that for friendships. We see that for marriages and like stepchildren, right? If, if there's no space in my heart for my stepkids, like that's not going to be a healthy relationship. And so if you're sort of emotionally invested in these friends, it may actually make it a little bit harder for you to make space for other people. But I do think one of the things that you say about friendship that I, I strongly believe in is like a routine. So like if a couple of you always go for coffee after this class or you um, have like Tuesday evenings, you play tennis with this person or like some sort of regularity, that's where I think you get the most opportunity to develop a deeper relationship when you have regular interactions outside of your kind of day-to-day activities. I, I would, uh, yeah, so I would try to organize something like that. Yeah, that's that's been kind of like happening with like the one remaining friend that I still have from that friend group. But like uh, I'm I'm pretty much hearing that if I like want to make deeper connections again, it's like a situation of just move on. Am I hearing that correctly? No, it's take what's good about this friend group, keep that close to you, and also don't be limited to just these four people, because also it's just four people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Like when when I've been talking about this right now, I feel like, I mean, it's just four people. Like that, it sounds kind of like harsh, but there's always like new people not really replacements but like still there's new people mm -hmm. yeah cool good luck to you bro all right yeah thanks so much thanks, for the Dylan. advice guys goodbye, goodbye.